All right, y'all. So we've been uh, doing this thing. We've been at it for, what, under just under a month now. So we've had great episodes. We've had uh, highs and lows behind the camera, but it's all a learning process. Uh, we got a lot better stuff in store. Believe. Believe. Believe that. Yeah, exactly. Man in the back. Say it louder for her. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, how you doing, O? How's it going, man? Doing good, man. How you feeling? Can't complain. I feel like we've all been extremely busy working our butts mm-hmm. off and, you know, get, getting this thing going, taking it off the ground at the same time. How you feeling, Tay? Man, I, I agree, man. Uh, it's been a, a long week. I flew home, spent time with the fam. Uh, my auntie got married. Well, she renewed her wedding vow, so she had a ceremony for that. That's cool. Uh, that was a good time. Also, uh, I got invited, man, to uh, do some shooting for the Young Rock that, you know, uh, premieres on NBC. So stay tuned for that, you know. So that was a, a pretty good experience. So uh, I like where this has been going with the podcast and uh, just kind of want to give a shout-out to the guys real quick, like on the team, just uh, give their, their roses. Um, shout out to Martin behind closed doors, man. He, He's behind the cameras. Yeah, he runs yeah. everything, gets the professional quality yeah. out. You know, oh yeah, accommodating our crazy schedules. Yeah, none of our schedules even no, uh, sync up. Wow, West annoying to deal with yeah. just us. So for Martin to have to put up with that too, and then David, I know you probably get annoyed with us, but we appreciate all the. Yeah. All the help that and insight that you give us also. He's the one that edits everything, and he's just that go-to guy. Not for sure. And uh, also, just to recap off that, man, shout-out to, you know, Omar and, and Kais, man. They've been doing a, a fucking phenomenal job. Excuse my French. Uh, oh, man, we he was out of town. He was in Hawaii, bro. And Celebrating. He was, bro, hey, he's on the time change. He's still getting the clips out, man. And, and bro, I'm going to tell you, you know how mad I was? I don't mean to cut you off, but I was on the flight because I told y'all, oh, I'm going to get the clips posted mm-hmm. for you guys. Right. First flight ever that I don't have Wi-Fi on. And I'm talking oh, to a lady, and gosh. I'm like, why is there no Wi-Fi? I'm like, I'll pay for it. It don't matter. Like, just give me my Wi-Fi. I got some work that I need to get done. She's like, oh, it's not working today. And uh, usually you don't get Wi-Fi anyways over the water. I'm like, what? Dang. <laughs> I'm like. You know how many flights I've had that's going over the water and I've had Wi-Fi? So I don't know how. I got to go do my research and she see if that's like actually a, true. Sound like a doofus. Yeah, man. she's a hater. Yeah. Making up excuses for you not to get your work done. But you still got it done. Still Let's go. Still, still here. God did. No <laughs> bad. So we're, uh, you know, a four episodes in. Uh, well, it's kind of 3.5-ish, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but how do you guys feel about – so actually, Tate. Tell us about episode one. Oh, the real episode one. The real episode. The, are you talking about the very first one or the one with Tony? No, the very first one. Oh man, the first one, man, that was kind of just like a kind of like get your feet wet type of episode, right. man. Because like, what's funny is like when I first started the podcast before like Kaisen O uh, jumped on, I was doing this like in my bedroom, like through Zoom. And then when we got on, I feel like that episode with uh, Troy, which Troy, we're gonna get that one done, like. I feel like that one we was like getting like used to working with each other, but like since from that episode to like where we are now, like I I bet our, I'm putting money on our podcast against any podcast, and I don't throw shades to nobody podcast. There's some great podcasts out there, but like I throw I put money on what we got going on. Like we are we are putting money on it. But you know what though, truthfully, um, Troy, Alexander Hurley were coming for you. Uh, we just didn't want to, we didn't want to do you wrong, bro. The quality's got to be the same. Throughout. Yeah, yeah. And I think the practice that we've had throughout and the growth is actually going to lead us to a much better episode for him too. 
So the silver lining, that's today's, uh, I guess, moral, right? When things don't go right, you find something. Yeah. So episode two was uh, Tony Crosby. Shout out to Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, how do you think we did on that episode? Some takeaways, maybe. Tony's episode was a huge improvement from the real episode one, for sure. Um, you know, us three alone, even without bringing in guests, our chemistry is growing in front of the camera. We're learning how to be in front of the camera because this is all new to us. Yeah. Um, you know, our conversations have always been authentic with or without camera. For sure. Um, so for that, uh, leading into Tony's, that's getting stronger. Um, and then Tony, uh, with Martin being there, the production from a production standpoint, it got a lot better also. And when you compare that to the real episode one, uh, where, you know, we're fine tuning things and we're still fine tuning as we go. We right. talked about this last night over the, on the phone. Uh, we did. Yes. <laughs> I was talking to somebody on the phone. That, that was I, I'm kidding. But, uh, no, we're just fine tuning things as we go. But from a production standpoint, you know, we felt like Troy deserved that same energy. So Troy, we love you, bro. And we, we got to get you back in for sure. I definitely got to get in. Oh, also, man, shout out to Dark, man. We we tried something different here, you know, with uh, we did some pretty cool pics, man. Uh, shout out to Dark, like, behind the pic, well, behind the camera, like, taking pics and shit. The camera behind the camera. Ooh. The camera behind the camera. <laughs> so, we going to shout him out, man. We're going to make sure. Yeah, he, he got a long Instagram name. Yeah, he didn't want to say it, so we'll we just write it in. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to have Martin uh, shit up in here, too, because, man, this is a dope studio. So AZ Pod Studio. You need somewhere to record, man. You know, pull up, for sure. Don't, don't pull up when we recording, but pull up. Yeah, man, don't know. be taking up yeah, our time yeah, now, but. We, yeah, <laughs> we, we about to take over, for sure. I actually just told my neighbor about you guys. Um, He does podcasts about more on the money, like how money makes money and the ins and outs of that. I'm like, hey, man, we got a podcast. I got a podcast, too, me and my my good friend. So uh, that was a good time for me to plug our podcast and then the studio, too. So um, I sent it over to him. But, you know, on Tony's episode, I feel like every episode we do, I'll get a good picture of me right here. (laughs) Yeah. Keep that. Hey, right, yeah, yeah, David, yeah. David, don't take that out oh, either. Uh, <laughs> keep that in there. Keep that keep, in there. I was so cheesy. Oh my gosh. Um, but I digress back to what I was saying. Um, every episode we end, we feel like we have more we can do. We have mm-hmm. whether it's let's talk about the nitty gritty, you know, the mental health aspect of things. Um, we're definitely going to have some of the some of our guests on a second time, um, just to kind of continue, like a part two, episode two, right? Yeah. Um, but was our third episode then? Dame was our Dame was the third. Dame was the third one. Dame Dame's episode was was cool. Dame or Demar? Demar was number three, but really number two. Mm -hmm. See, I don't even know the order. I don't know. I just show up. I just show up. (laughs) We recorded Dame's episode before (laughs) Demar's. You're right. In Dame's episode, bro, we could have gone that conversation. So Dame was episode technically two slash three. Yeah, yeah. So like that's really hard to follow. We're not going to get into semantics. Yeah. But we'll just, just call it call episode Dame. two. Let's just call Damar episode two, Dame episode three. But Dame was recorded before Damar. <laughs> that just gave me some clarity. All right, all right, all right. I got you. I'm here. I was here for all the episodes, I promise. So episode two, DJ. Let's go in chronological order in, in the episodes, right? So, man, DJ was a cool cool guy, man. I, I had no experience. I'd never met him before, yeah. before that. I know you have met him before. Oh, did you? No, it was you have met. Time as well. I actually, when I was, we were all working at the same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we? Should we say? 
So anyway, um, Josh, Josh told me. Oh, hey, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, huh? What <laughs> so actually, um, I remember, I can't remember whose wedding it was. Yeah. Um, but Josh was going to the wedding and he was telling me, oh, yeah, you know, like showing me pictures. This is my homie who's getting married. Mm-hmm. And he's real close to this guy uh, who was on The Bachelor. Oh, I think it was Eddie. Eddie got married. Uh, I That's think that was his name. I remember yeah. seeing Josh's yeah. pictures and videos and DeMar was in that, too. Yeah. And I didn't even yeah. put two and two together at that time. Yeah. When we and that was my first time meeting him because he came by the crib. Oh, yeah. I got to. OK, yeah. cool. So shout out to Josh, man. He's, he's a good dude, man. Yeah. So I actually heard of, you know, and then. We start talking. Okay, so DJ, I had no prior, you know, experience or I didn't know what to expect. But super humble dude, super mm-hmm. humble guy, laid back like yeah. he was here. Like we all hung out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, had a barbecue together. Everything just flowed. We you know, we we we've been on the grill before. We're yeah. cool. We, we know it. But uh, talk about that. Talk about what did you? Oh, what did you expect with DJ coming in? Because you had no prior experience either. I had no prior experience, but. Um you know, I feel like anyone that us three are associated with are usually pretty down to earth, very like real genuine people. DJ right off the bat, man, you could tell hard worker, yeah. uh, very charismatic. He, you know, was ready to open up, give his insight, give feedback. Um, and he was just real cool to talk to. And it's nice when you have those guests that can hold conversation. You're, nothing yes. feels awkward. He's another one of those guys where I was mentioning earlier where the conversations could go on for hours um with him though i uh you know certain people that you bring on you expect more viewers than others you know just because of the demographic that they tailor to so currently i feel like we our demographic our target we've had more men watching so with dj's episode it was cool because a lot more women like my wife she's Makes me sit down with her. We watch Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette, Bachelor. So now she wasn't even in tune to our podcast until DJ was in. Because she was like, oh, Mm. I kind of want to know what, you know, behind the scenes. She gave me a couple questions for that episode. So it's cool to see that DJ's episode, things that I would never even have thought about the show. And I even got a lot of good feedback from other people that do watch. And they're like, man, you guys ask great questions to him. Um, He gave a lot of insight from the process that no one would even have a clue of what it takes. Yeah. Oh, in shout out uh, to Dar. He's heading out. Hey, we appreciate you, bro. Right, Take it man. easy, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Um, but, you know, we all got to do some homework. We don't bring guests in and, and just not know. Um, but that's a valid point. The demographics, speaking to who watches um, The Bachelorette and those shows, I, I really don't. I didn't. So, you know, I, I sat down and watched a couple of episodes and a few things. Um, but... I loved it. I loved it. And I agree with you 100%. It brought out the aspect of relationship stuff. Um, but, Tay, uh, t- you have anything to add to that? With the DeMar DJs? Though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, well, which part as far as him as a person or just the other? Yeah, start with whatever. Uh, him as a person, man, super dope. Like, super cool guy. You can tell he's very, like, down to earth, like, outgoing. Um you know, when I when I asked him to do, I didn't kind of I kind of didn't know what to expect because we like we talk, but we don't talk like best friends. Like we have right. like like we talk on the phone every day. So, but uh, I came in and we we knocked it out, and you know he told us how he told me how he enjoyed the episode, and he, I mean, he told you guys as well. So, and just looking at that podcast, man, it was like a you could tell like that was the start of a new beginning because like our numbers started rising from that. 
but not even just from that podcast episode. Like, and we'll talk about it when we get in the game. You can just tell, like, just the algorithm just started changing, like, kind of progressing. You know what I mean? So absolutely. Then, yeah. then Dame's episode pops up. I know Dame through oh. You, mm-hmm. So it was another one of those very uh, you know open conversations, mm-hmm. which is great because Dame is usually a pretty humble. Res- I mean, he was humble here too, but reserved in that in, in that manner, focused on. What he's got, what he's trying to do and accomplish. More quiet, yeah. more quiet. That's a lot of words I said for more quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of introverted, but we, we were able to get him, you know, bring out some of that side of him, and, and he explained some things, including mental health, um, that I don't think I've heard him say or heard about that portion of that story. So you guys heard it here, where you didn't hear it anywhere else. Um, I think. And we talked, we alluded to that as well. That mental health is a is a huge topic, mm-hmm. um, especially men's mental health. Uh, us just being men. Um, but speaking of the numbers and the algorithm, you guys want to? You got to tell. Yeah, us. Tell right. let's hear it. Let's hear so, it. Come on. I've been uh, out of us three. You know, each of us bring in some. We all contribute something. So my job, I'm the numbers guy. I I have more experience with social media. So the real really, Dr. it's Phoenix. just uh, the posting of consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, TikTok, after the 20th video, finally hit with Dame. We had 430,000 views and counting. So that's awesome. I think yeah. we gained about what, another 600 followers. It was around 50,000 likes. Still going up. Today still going day. up. It's still counting. So. Yeah. Um, that was nice to see because at first Instagram was really the only uh, social media platform that we were seeing numbers. TikTok, it would be a couple hundred here, maybe a thousand. And so I'm, TikTok's still kind of new to me. I'm still trying to figure out the algorithm for that. But people kind of say that there is no algorithm. You just post it. That's what I've it heard. Reach to anyone. Yeah. Um, Instagram, more consistently, uh, we've been seeing pretty good numbers and growth through that. I think in the past, since we started the podcast, so in about three weeks, we've reached yeah. about 120,000 accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and seeing these numbers is amazing. That just shows, you know, how good we all are doing together as a team from a production standpoint, the quality that Martin and David are bringing us. Uh, so seeing that, that's amazing because when I was building my own page and starting my brand, it took me years to see numbers like that. So to see really? it after the third, yeah, years. So. Dang. And even working on my wife's uh, social media, I've seen her, I think when we got married, she was at around 20,000. Now I think she is sitting around 110,000 followers. And I kind of just put all my time and energy into helping her, giving her the formula and into the algorithm. And it gets to the point where, I mean, you guys know behind the scenes how much work that takes. So it kind of, I touched up uh, on this on Tony's episode. A lot of people think social media, oh, these people are getting paid, whatever. It's so easy. They don't really do anything. Mm-hmm. It's so time consuming. Like me posting the clips, it's almost like having another full-time job. I'm at work in between patients, yeah. posting the editing, the captions, everything is very tedious and time consuming. Yeah. And then to get on a regular posting schedule, that's also a whole nother side of that. Once you get on that regular posting schedule, that's when you're going to see growth. When you have quality and consistency, mm. uh, you know, this, the sky's the limit. We got to give them the roses, man. Between patience? Dang. <laughs> I had to. I think we might have to change the posting time, <laughs> the release time of the video, so that way I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm going to jump in that ship with you shortly. 
Um, but yeah, it does build an appreciation, even uh, for me from the outside. I mean, until now, until three and a half weeks ago, sitting on the outside, um, I've always been indifferent about social media, uh, to be honest. But when you see the numbers game and, and a purpose and outreach and you have content, you know, that you believe in that you're putting out, uh, it changes the game. And like you said, quality and consistency. And it is not easy because everyone has something to do outside of this. Seriously. So we come here to bring content to you guys uh, for us, for, you know, communities. And I think it's cool, man. I think it's cool. So you want to talk. Tay was texting us, man. I love it. The, it goes, bing, take a look at my phone. Yo, guys, we're at, you know, 90-something or 50, 40. We're going to hit 100. I know we're going to hit 100. All of a sudden, bing, 99.7. Yeah. Oh, I was like, 99.7. <laughs> we're going. Let's go. I'm like, all right, this it's like a t- you know a faucet. Addicted. You just turn the faucet on. It's like dip, dip, drop Bro, by drop. What is that one at now? It was a TikTok. Uh, the TikTok. Yeah, that one's at TikTok like 430,000 and counting. And it's still going up. It's still man. going up. Like as every time I'm refreshing, it's going up. You know what's crazy is I've come across random um, posts on like Instagram or TikTok, and just through scrolls, and I look at it, I'm like, hold on a second, it's got 2.3 million views or likes or whatever and i'm like how did this amass so many views or likes mm-hmm. and or likes it, it's people th- swimming through it with their thumb you know mm-hmm. um so if it's meaningful or entertaining i think it's going to garner some more especially if it's quality oh yeah for um, sure. and then bro to like uh cap off that like that one went like uh hit over 400k and then the other one we just dropped is like at i think at 20k on tiktok mm-hmm. and like that one's still like going up so uh, Instagram. I, what was crazy though when we, when we dropped the first clip of Dame on Instagram, that hit like the likes was going crazy, yeah. bro. I was looking like, damn, like where are these likes coming from? Like, and half of these people didn't and even he didn't accept the, the collaboration or anything. Yeah, yeah, and this wasn't even from him posting on his page. Like, we hit like over a thousand likes off of like just organic. Even, yeah. yeah, organic. So I was like, okay. And then the next post got damn near close to a thousand likes. I think they only got like nine hundred, and people still liking that one. So it's like. It just goes to the show, man. Like, like our shit is dope. Also, give out roses to not only O with his uh, behind the camera work on that, on the socials, but Tay from having experience on the pod. Like you said earlier, you were in the bedroom, right? In your bedroom, yeah. And, and so you built uh, <clears throat> and amassed some sort of following and habits mm-hmm. uh, and know how from there. So um, I'm gonna I, add a. I know. Uh, I'm gonna let you finish, but I also. But first, add my, all right, Kanye. But first, <laughs> <laughs> but first, I wanted to give my roses to Tay because he's always he's the guy that's holding me and you accountable. Constantly, yeah. like, because me and you, we got crazy schedules too. I'm not saying that you don't, but he's like, hey guys, have you done this? Have you done that? Whatever. Uh, make sure you get this done by this time, whatever, and like, make making sure that we're on it. So, without having. You know, that structure or someone holding you accountable, you know, I would take my time. So I appreciate you always being the guy that keeps us accountable. That's so cute. We're all giving each other roses. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, change this up. Hey, I'm feeling 22. <laughs> I'm feeling 22, a.k.a. Taylor. Hey, Kanye. Oh, you know, you But, yeah, man, uh, it, it's been great. It's been great. And I think we're only bringing in – Gonna bring in better, not better, but more guests that are gonna offer a different type of entertainment and info information. Um, but we, we're gonna see it keep going. And and Tay ha- really has been a, a pushing 
force in this whole thing. Like, man, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do. I'm like, you know what? That that energy is, uh, what's the word? Is uh, What's that word when it, it goes from one person to another person? Contagious. contagious. Ah. <laughs> I lost the word for it. Yeah. Uh, but contagious. That energy is definitely contagious. Um, so we appreciate that. Q's the guy that, knowing him growing up, he's the guy that studies film, Thanks. whether it's basketball, whatever. And he has, you know, he studied Joe Rogan's podcast, so many other people to, you know, give us good constructive criticism in order to be like, hey, you did really great here, but this is how we can fine tune this in order for us to get better as a team. It might be things that you guys might not notice that even needs work on, but it's little things that build chemistry within the, our whole team. So shout out to Q for that uh, because you definitely need someone going back, watching film, seeing where to get better. Because the moment you get complacent, you're not going to grow. And we always want to be on that trajectory of growth. Thank you. Right, nah, That's nice. Nah, seriously, man. Like, I like it. Because you, you bring some uh, different – everyone brings something like, great to the table. And you definitely, like, you know, conversation started, man, like – Oh shit! <laughs> Woo! Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, you got the bubbly. Hey, hey so shout okay. out to what the, the fuck? What is it? Is it? Yo, Izzy, y'all gotta come better. With, it's good, but hey, that burp didn't sound right. But hey, as as we continue this conversation, but that was kind of awkward. But nah, <laughs> Kais, man, you, you bring a lot to the table, man. Like, and we appreciate you, man. I remember when O like mentioned it. Um, he was like, yo, let's get Kais on. I was like, yeah, like, because I, I had deep conversations with both of you guys, and I was like, yeah, I, I think this could work. And, like, I'm telling y'all, man, I, I was I was writing this down, like, and it's, and it's still growing, like, like what we're doing is growing, like, overnight. And I was like, man, this is this is going to work. Like, we stay on it, consistency. And, and the biggest thing is, like, when you're, like, starting something, like, like, you guys, like, like, a lot of groups, like, mess up because of, like, egos and, like, you know, everyone wants, like, to be, like, that main guy. Like, I told y'all from the jump, I was like, bro, I don't even care, like, who leads. I said, because when it's it takes mine. off, we're all going to eat. I did say that. I know I said that. You did. Numerous Facts. Times. I was Facts. like, I don't even care who leads. Like, Undeniable. First episode, I hardly said a word. So, it's like, I, I just know what we're doing is going to work, and, like, as long as we stick with it, like, like people going to continue to, like, tune in. For if you do that again, I'm going to throw the mic at you. What? If you don't talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm starting to talk. Right um, hey, David, make sure you take out that burp. Clip it clip first. Oh, man. Oh, you, boy couldn't hold it in for 30 bro, more seconds. I tried to, like, be smooth. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, um, but, no, definitely. Definitely, I, I can attest to everything that's been said, and it's all true. We're not making any of this up. I swear. Uh, so, what's going on, man? You think, is Kyrie playing basketball soon? I think what they're doing to Kyrie is dirty. They're making him out to see seem like a bad guy when he really isn't. Uh, and I feel like it's been going on for a while, even before this, during the COVID stuff. But what was the requirements that he, to even get back or consideration of playing, he had to pay like 500K. Uh, Which he tried to, but it was denied from the oh, I didn't recipient. Yeah, they're like, we don't want that money. I was like, dang, that's 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 a little harsh, man. Yeah. Primary K could do a lot for an organization. 
500K would do a Send lot it our way. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, seriously. We'll just split it amongst us and just. <laughs> but what's weird to me is the NBA usually is a little bit more liberal than some of the other organizations, such as like the NFL. NFL. Like, right. even when COVID happened, who made a little bubble? The NBA did. Yeah. The NFL didn't really take much precautions in order to protect the players. Yeah, I mean, they try to do a couple things here and there, testing, and then if one person's out, it's not like the whole team was out right. when that person was around the whole team when they were exposed. Does that make sense? Yeah. So usually from a more liberal standpoint, you would think, oh, okay, Kyrie really isn't that bad of a guy. Like you see him courtside. There are clips of him sitting courtside with people from Israel, Jewish people wearing you know, yarmulkes and everything. He's showing mad love to them sitting courtside. So it's like they're questioning his character. And – they're not letting him back into the league when in the NFL, you know, there are players that have been done a lot worse than that, and they're back to playing. And they didn't even get that long of a suspension. People with domestic violence cases, sexual assault. Right. So it's crazy to see what's what's going on with him. Um, yeah, that whole Kyrie thing, man, that's just that just goes to show like the uh the cancel thing, man. It's the cancel, cancel culture. culture. That's kinda like what it looks like, you know. I haven't seen it, so I can't uh, speak too much on, like, that situation. But I feel like, um, like, we know Kyrie isn't a bad person. Like, he, he's done a lot for the community. Like, you can look this up, like, on Google, man. Kyrie has done a lot for, for the community. He helped he helped a lot of people, man. He blessed a lot of people, and a lot of people can, like, contest to it. So, but it just goes to show, man, like, the little things you say, man, can, can really harm your career. You know, like, even the Andrew Tate thing. Yeah, I probably won't get too much into it, but I know you want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't want to dive too deep, but to touch on what both of you said about the NBA, I, I like Adam Silver. You know, I got to see kind of like towards the end of, not end, but, you know, uh, latter portion of David Stern being the commissioner of the NBA specifically. But um, I do want to shout somebody out right now. And we're going to tag him and clip this. Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Mm, okay. Baller. I I can't say enough. Not just on the skill of this individual, Shala, but the character and the goal to stand up for what you believe in when the whole league is trying to shut you down. Mm-hmm. And we won't talk about it in in depth now, Mahmoud. I want you on, brother. So I feel like um, you've been in contact with him, right? Uh, you know, through comments yeah. and stuff. I know he's busy with um, something that he's working on. He's got a project. I'd love to have him here um, talk about the book, talk about, you know, the projects he's working on uh, in the blink of an eye. I mean, like you said, your career could change in the blink of an eye. But what is it worth? Kyrie's a very eccentric individual, so mm-hmm. he's he's always thinking, it seemed like. So that thought process of his is always going and maybe us as fans or viewers NBA fans are fickle. Let's be honest. Very fickle short-term memory. Um, as an NBA fan, uh, I'm telling you. Um, so Kyrie's always thinking he shared a link. We're not, I don't want to lessen what someone feels as a community and the negative things that were said in the shared document, uh, you know the thing that he shared on on Amazon. What was it called? Uh, is it a uh, heat? Was it? Uh, 
You know what? I'm not gonna say it wrong. I'm gonna look it up. Look, look, look it up. I it skipped my mind, but um, he shared a link, right? I don't think he commented on it, but within the link, there are some things that are pretty ludicrous claims. I think personally, um, and you can understand how it affects a large community or a community at large for sure. Mm, it's, I think it's a Hebrews and Negroes. Okay, there we go, and. Kyrie, when the flames started being put to him, he denounced uh, anything anti-Semitic. So you have a community feeling um, hurt from maybe something that was shared within this document um, or documentary. And so that's an issue. We need to address that. Yeah. But if you really want to address that, shouldn't we go over that and and talk about why it's on Amazon? Why is it being sold there? But you post it, you're coming under fire, and now you got to do all these things to get back into playing like you just made a new My Player in NBA 2K and you're hit with subquests before you can play your game or be a starter again. And he's a superstar. I don't think that's fair, and um, or I don't think that's the best way to handle the situation. And nobody knows this better than Mahmoud Abdurraouf. So we need you on the cast, brother, for sure. Speaking of cancel culture, what we mentioned, I don't know if we want to do the get too far into um into it right now but Andrew Tate being canceled I think what gives somebody more power is not necessarily what they were saying before they got canceled but when someone gets canceled and has a high f- amount of followers it makes people think why why is this person being pulled off even if they're feeding into every no one not everything one person says is always going to be right, good, and for the best, right? There's some outlandish things, but totally canceling somebody, damn, man. It's crazy. It can affect whole it's careers. It's in this day and age, too. It's because of social media. That's why there is cancel culture. Back then, you know, you don't know what people are saying, what they're doing for you to even have to cancel them. Um, in his case, yeah, I don't necessarily agree everything Andrew Tate says, but now you're taking away from the speech. That's why at that needs to be in here. He's... You know, people are choosing to follow him. He's not forcing anyone to say, hey, so you have to follow me and abide by what I say. People, out of, out of their own free will, mm. are making their choice. I'm going to follow this guy, and they're feeding into that energy. That has nothing to do with him. So, like, if you were the one acting a fool on the street and saying a bunch of outlandish things, but I'm over here following you to and agreeing with you, that's... Not necessarily you. You're expressing your own freedom of speech, but it's the fans that are making him bigger than what he actually is. So for him getting canceled just because there are a lot of people that feel the same way as he does or find him as entertainment, you know. I think a lot of people spoke up against, spoke up out, uh, spoke up out against um, Kyrie. I, I kind of felt like it was in fear of safety for their jobs. Yeah. Right? Did you guys think that or no? Um, as far like as... Like, when you hear Shaq or, or Charles, so like, he's stupid, he's got to oh, do this. Yeah, okay, okay. Or, like, certain journalists or, you know, people coming out and saying, hey, man, like, how could you do this and blah, blah. I say, um, I say yes and no, because for okay. me, I feel like, you know, Kyrie's definitely, he's a big thinker uh, from previous interviews and stuff that I've watched with him. Why even share a link, even if you don't condone anti-Semitism? Uh, that has that to even cause you trouble. You know you have, you're on a, a pedestal. You're on a big stage. Mm-hmm. People are analyzing your every single move. Why even give them something to even 
talk about or worth losing your job. Even though for him, he's already stated that money isn't everything to him. You know, he doesn't care whether he plays or not because of contracts or money. That's not his end game. He has, you know, civil rights and a bunch of other things that he cares about strongly a lot more. So people uh, can be, I, I could see that what you're saying that they're afraid of losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like Kyrie is putting unnecessary attention on him as well by sharing things that he doesn't even even if he whatever he believes he can kind of keep that to himself. Yeah. But I get you have that platform and you want to, you know, make good out of it. Mm -hmm. But something unnecessary is just sharing a video like that that can bring unnecessary attention and now costing him or five hundred thousand if they accept. And all this unnecessary drama. I think they did eventually, if I'm not mistaken. What are you going to say, Tay? I think, like, uh, I think he's, you know, he's just kind of like with us, man. When anyone, like, he's just being human. Like, you know, like, mm. I'm not going to let anyone, like, bash my name, bash my character. You know, I have, you know, dignity. I have pride. I think he, you know, he's, he's defending himself. You know, like, in the games where, like, the crowd is taunting him. You know, you've seen where he threw up the middle fingers and stuff like that. But, you know, no one is perfect. You know what I mean? So, um, at the end of the day, like, that that person has feelings, you know. And even to go back off to Andrew Tate, like, I feel like people are, like, sensitive to certain things because, like, they may disagree. Amen. Or, like, you have, you have people, like, that, like, higher up that's, like, have so much power. Like, you know, you say one wrong thing that, that they don't like, you know, if you're not talking, like, how they want you to talk or portraying the image that they want you to portray, then it could, it could kind of, like, hurt your career. And, and even um, this guy named Steve will do it, man. Like, they – like, cancel them off YouTube, bro. And this guy gives out millions of dollars, bro. He goes to Compton. He been to the most treacherous hoods, bro, like, giving out money to people and, you know, like, just giving back. You know, I've seen this guy take homeless people off the street, put $20,000 in their mouth, veneers, you know what I mean? And and they canceled his YouTube page, you know. It's just the, it's just crazy, bro, like, how, how all this social media stuff works. But I, I don't know, man. I, at this point, you just got to be very cautious, like how you move, you know? Yeah, some people say uh, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. I think we've all heard yeah. that, right? We've yeah. all heard that. Uh, well, Andrew Chate is the antithesis of it. He just clearly does not give a fook. He doesn't care. Yeah. He does not care, and that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Exactly. Matter of fact, I think he probably overstates a lot of what he believes. Like He might have a, a positive thought, but the way he says it is so over the top that it's drawing people to yeah. it. People are drawn to the message itself, not necessarily how he's saying it, whereas the other crowd is like, how you're saying it is so wrong, you're wrong. And it matters because he's under a magnifying glass at the end of the day. Yeah. And how come Charles Barkley can say I'm not a role model, but then Kyrie, I don't know. It's you know what I'm saying. Like athletes are not role models; they have a, you know larger following, especially with social. Maybe Kyrie goes home and thinks you know his social media. He's I'm disconnected from the NBA. I'm not the NBA. The NBA is not me. I play basketball there, and I want to post what I want to post. Maybe he was watching hours of something and posted it. Is it right? I'm not saying it's right. Actually, some of the stuff I read about that's in that um, documentary is is atrocious. So. Um, Two things that need to be done. The community that's hurt, we need to hear they're hurting and and uh, empathize with the pain. But we also need to hear the side of why did you pose? We, it's like shunning a child. You can't shun a child in front of a whole classroom so hard, right, just to prove a point to everybody. But 
you know, maybe it takes a little coaching, a little behind the scenes. And I think Adam Silver was talking about a resolution soon because you don't want to make a mockery out of the whole situation either, True. either side. Yeah. You know, feel it, build out something that's like, hey, boom, 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 done, move on. Yeah, true. Right? So um, we're going to definitely dive deeper next time yeah. into maybe some of this cancel, cancel culture uh, and, and Andrew Tate situation, but um, – I think I was pretty good here. Yeah, we summarize sure, our sure. stuff and uh, only up and onwards, right? Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Yeah, Exponential so. growth. Yeah. All right, fellas, man. Till the next time we're in the studio, in the booth. In the booth. Coming out, out, Superman. Sway in the morning. Sway, sway. <laughs> <laughs>